All right. Welcome to another episode of the Thought Leadership Podcast and live show. Today it's episode 31 and I'm here with Natasha. Great to see you, Natasha. Thank you for being on the show. Hi, thank you. I'm already feeling like a good yeah, energy and good vibe. excited for this. Wonderful. I'm so happy to have you on. And for the ones who haven't seen Natasha yet, she is at absolute absolute expert when it comes to PR and visibility she helps thought leaders to get you know articles on podcasts she supports them to really find that visibility that you know sometimes is missing because as a thought leader you know you are so good in your expertise you're so good at helping people and creating transformation but then comes the question of how do I get visibility and the visibility that comes you know with going out and hard closing or funnels and all that it doesn't feel always right because if you're an expert and if you're like five ten years in you want to be able to do something more you know sophisticated something elegant and I think media and PR allows that to come in so Natasha thanks you for so much for bringing that value to our community they will love this show they have so many questions about this so I'm so happy to have you on and Natasha can you just say a bit more about your background like can you tell a bit a short uh, uh, background what what is it that you do how do you work with clients Right, so I have a PR agency uh, the, with a little team of small and mighty team of, you know, the cheerleaders for the thought, uh, for the thought leaders uh, uh, in the market. So we work with anyone who, the policy is just we work with anyone who makes uh, lives of others better. So that can be thought leaders and, you know, spirituality, conscious business in uh, fitness and like healthy livings uh, in the uh, sexuality. So like all different kinds of topics like it's kind of if you're making lives of others better that's uh, that's my personal passion I want to I want to help spread those ideas and on a background side I used to be a journalist I actually um, I am um, I think I've always been in this situation where I was like a communicator like a talker a speaker uh, next to the people who are doing transformation I grew up in a family of two psychologists wow. so <laughs> but I like I was I was a journalist and um, I like I majored in journalism and I was always uh, in this world of personal transformation and uh, finding the way to uh, send out those messages in the most efficient way so it's gone through like all different stages so, being a journalist, being like I organized a lot of uh, public speaking events. I worked in Mind Valley as a marketer behind the uh, amazing thought leaders and amazing transformational teachers. And right now, the current stage is a PR agency. That this is just the stage. I think it's always like the mission is there. The mission is to spread the amazing ideas and help the amazing people to be heard, seen, and recognized. And it's just throughout the life, it's just taken different formats amazing and what i love about your mission and that's something that we really share in our academy is that the, you have really strong values that you who you work with and i saw some posts that you were writing about you know the the type of people that you like working with can you share a bit more about your dream clients because i know that you're, you're a lot about you know people who actually stand out and do something different which is thought leadership for me for sure yeah, definitely. The, the thought leaders is, uh, is a dream client. Um, I, I've been in a world of personal growth for so long that sometimes it uh, maybe like inside this world, uh, some ideas don't seem revolutionary anymore. But mm -hmm. uh, my ideal clients, I guess, uh, the, the people who go out and uh, 
send those ideas to you know to the uh, to don't preach to the converted to spread those ideas to the masses and um, they are uh, I worked with a different different level of people like a coaches who are just started and they've been getting the media even for those who who are just at the beginning of their path I've worked with uh, some transformational leaders who you know, being on TV, like while I was in kindergarten still and <laughs> have like a really long, long lasting history behind that. So um, I'd say, yeah, I'd say the, the thought leaders and people who are like so passionate about their topic that, uh, you know, that they cannot just go on a day without researching beginning and that I keep on finding more and more and, uh, about their particular niche. That's yeah. also the kind of people that I work with. Amazing. And I love that because thought leadership can be such a buzzword. You know, we talk about like being an expert in the field, but to be in a real thought leader, to be a real someone, like you have to be able to stand out and say that I'm ready to take a path that no one else have taken. And I'm ready to stand out and I'm ready to be different because otherwise it just becomes a word, you know, it's not, it becomes just mainstream. So it's, I love, love, love your mission. And that's why I'm also having you on the show because we can hundred percent align us with that because we all have this special message, right? But you need to be able to be brave enough to go out and share that, you know, and say yeah. that, well, actually I don't agree about that or I do agree, but, and I want to add this. It's funny, 2013, I think, uh, Forbes magazine called thought leadership the most annoying buzzword uh, in the business world because it also gets abused so much, yes. you know? it's uh, That's why my passion lies with people who are super dedicated to their yeah. mission, who are in there for for the mission, the, you know, the rebels, the renegades, the, yes. you know? <laughs> the, that's great. The goosebumps, the swim against the current kind of people. And uh, yeah, uh, it's, as you say there is there is a lot of bravery I would say yeah it's a kind of a message is where when it's scary you're like oh, am I gonna am I gonna get uh told off for that uh are people gonna look weird at me that's probably you know towards the right direction yeah it's going starting to get exciting you know when you're actually <laughs> you know like you're almost like I, I met some real thought leaders in the space of content creation and they were some of the first one that started you know being on LinkedIn and it was was really new a couple of years ago and they said that when they wrote their messages they will go under the table and just like or just kind of hide and like they publish and then like almost on the edge of uncomfortable because there's a vulnerability that comes with that like this is really what I have to say say and those people those are the ones who took off you know so absolutely you have to be it's a it's a lot about bravery and I love 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 that amazing so let's just get to a couple of you know tips and advice that you can give to these people because the people who are in our academy I mean those are the the real superheroes and I know that they have so much to offer and they are getting on you know, a couple of podcasts and getting some you know, like conferences and stuff, stuff like that but the overall idea of PR media, it just feels so big and also a bit confusing, you know? So if we just start from like baby steps, someone wanting to share their message, someone who has something to say that is like, I'm ready to go out in the world and really share what I have to say. And I want to be able to work with, you know, PR media, leverage that. How do you start? Where do you start? 
Right. There are uh, two kinds of way to get to media. Uh, one is proactive and one is reactive. So like one where you uh, reach out to like research and reach out to people actively and you uh, kind of take an active role in there. And the, uh, the other one where you uh, search for the call outs and I can share like places where people can find the media callouts and just be quick and be helpful and uh, share their expertise in there. So um, I guess, which one should we go? <laughs> so let's start with the one which is the proactive. Um, and proactive. Just, uh, yeah. So mm -hmm. let's say I want sure. to start. Where do I do? What do I do? <laughs> okay. Uh, so the process is... Uh, actually incredibly simple but it's quite uh, it, it might be kind of some uh, time time required to to look into it so it all starts with of course uh, you and your message and what is the message that you want to share uh, what is the you know what is the bold new idea that you want to bring out and um, uh, so think about it like this if you uh, you have a message and think about the journalist the editor um, someone like a a third party with the audience and the reach, um, uh, they are on a lookout for the message. They are on the lookout. Like this is a long, uh, every day, their everyday question. Like, what am I going to put on the pages? And when I put it on the pages, uh, is it going to be uh, hitting my goals? Is it going to be bringing traffic? Is it going to be getting people interested? Is it going to you know, speak to my existing audience? Or is it going to piss off my existing audience? Is it going to evoke emotions? So because it's a you know, one to one transaction with uh, the gatekeeper, in this case, a journalist or an editor, you got to uh, really go into thinking like they think, uh, thinking what kind of problems are they solving daily and, uh, you know, what kind of challenges are they facing? Uh, mm -hmm. So, uh, the, yeah, thinking about their needs, such as uh, just Figuring up the content schedule, uh, speaking to their audience, uh, but also uh, but also um, bringing something new, exciting, engaging to their audience. That's uh, that's if you help them to solve those uh, the, these needs, that's probably going to be uh, like a plus for you. So now let's look into you know how can you solve those needs? Yeah. Uh, right. So. <laughs> um, I guess uh, let's talk about three types of features uh, that you could do. Um, before we talk about three types of features, uh, a, step, a step back is, uh, is of course the like throughout research or you know, who seems to be the person who, who is covering like your particular area. And not to be, not to be just you know, empty words, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give an example of like you know, how detailed it could be. Uh, so uh, we were working with a client, uh, amazing author, like uh, she's a, a Hay House author for um, like spirituality and uh, um, she's like a channeler, spir spiritual coach, and uh, she wrote a book. So uh, in this area, like you can go so broad, you know, you can go to people who are writing about meditation, we can go to people who are writing about like, you know, self-help, self-discovery, the spiritual experiences. So what uh, and we really wanted to get into psychology today. 
So <laughs> hours and hours of research over psychology today and all the people who contribute to psychology today got us to this guy, I'm not gonna name him, uh, to, to this writer. Uh, and his niche was like super, super niche. He actually was really interested in about those experiences of spiritual awakening. Mm. Oh, and you know, and uh, like he was kind of in between of two worlds of like a classical psychology and therapy, and you know, and, and understanding the world of spirituality and spiritual awakening. And he was kind of like a translator between the two, and he was writing the personal stories. So that was like, you know, yes. I, I, in like a whole world of you know, like we knew that this guy needs us. Yes. <laughs> Basically, he needed this story and. Uh, like you can pitch so many, you know, so many like kind of close ones in between ones, you know, the, yes. this is this, this guy, this one writes about meditation, but uh, like there we knew it was a hundred percent fit. So it's a big investment into research, uh, but it, it, of course it paid off because yes. not only, not only, not only the story was uh, a great fit for him. It was also like something new for him. He likes to write about the uh, spiritual awakening. And most of the people that he talked with were like over 50 and our client that we represented, she was like in her twenties and it was like also a new angle for him. So Perfect. anyway, the really, I just wanted to give an example yeah. uh, of like you going deep into, into the research and finding people who going to be there right for your story yes um yeah then there are like there are a lot of ways to to connect with them actually uh, you'd be surprised that uh, a lot of writers uh contributors and uh people who are <laughs> who make media their job uh day-to-day -day job uh they would make their contacts um uh, like contact emails are publicly available more often than not uh, right yeah, yeah, you think that it's like it's a it's a big hunt, but no, it's actually just demonstrates that they are always on a lookout for a story and like often um, Twitter is a pretty uh, <laughs> niche uh, social media like I don't know so many people who are on Twitter, but for the media industry for journalists. Uh, that's, uh, that's a social network where everyone is and you know if you're like looking for. Um, for let's say a journalist a reporter from a particular area let's say um, I don't know the British Columbia in Canada you go on like few uh, media like magazine in the British Columbia area and you see like who are they following and usually they would follow their staff writers and like few public personalities and like you go on the staff writers and uh, most of them I'd say 70 percent a good 70 percent would say like for you know for pitches hit me up here and yes. like you'd be able to e either you know either uh, tweet to them or um send them the email because because they want it they like Amazing. if this is the if this is the feed they yeah. want you <laughs> i love that so if we i mean there's so much golden advice here so if we just kind of sum it up this this section I, what i see is that if someone is listening to this or watching this if you want to go on media you have to get in the, you, you have to see it from their point of view and this is something i always tell them when they're going on speaking you know if you want to speak on the stage or if they want to be in the podcast and media is the same is that you have to get in the position of what are they living right now as a journalist as you know uh, someone public in this space what do they need they need a story in that space so of course if you come in and you are all like me 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 
well, their job is on the table if they're going to get you on, if it's all going to be, you know, so it has to also be completely aligned. So I, I mean, when someone is doing this, always think about what's in it for them, you know, yeah. having you on. Yeah. It's not only what's in it for you, but what's in it for them having you on and then going deep into that, you know, sub, sub, sub category, either on Google or on Twitter. Uh, something I've heard earlier before I, I when I was doing uh, Sebastian's, my partner's film, I was many years ago, I was on Twitter lots of time and I saw how much how, how fast you could get actually a connection with, you know, with the right journalists. I mean, it takes time. And this is why, you know, someone who's a thought leader, they cannot always do it themselves because it's really time consuming. And, you know, exactly. they're expert, yeah. experts like yourself that are, you know, there to support you so you can focus on delivering and not focusing on searching all these things that, you know, will take up too much of your time. Amazing. So if we go to the other direction, then if it's, this is, you know, the proactive how does the reactive mode look like? Um, sure, for the reactive mode, that's uh, a little bit easier, a little bit less time consuming, requires a little bit res uh, less research, but maybe fast reactions. So there are a couple of places uh, where uh, journalists who are in the need of, uh, you know, of expert tips and expert advice uh, go to. So another thing to understand about journalists is uh, like from the times when I was a journalist myself, you cannot really print uh, whatever you want, like for yeah. pretty much uh, the big need for every word, you need to have a proof. Uh, you need to have like a verifiable source. You need to have someone to refer to. So you cannot say, I don't know, simple thing like, you know, uh, orange, uh, orange juice is good for you. You have to say, uh, according to XYZ study, orange juice is good for you. Or mm -hmm. according to XYZ experts, this XYZ qualification, orange juice is uh, good for you. So, I mean, I'm, I'm giving a silly yeah, example, amazing but example. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, you, you get the idea, right? So uh, the need, uh, the, the often they would like already have like a full story written yeah. and they're like, mm, I need, I need someone to comment about like this particular thing I need to you know I need to uh, have an expert who would verify my assumptions my facts and you know answer the questions basically so the two top places that I'd recommend for that uh, first of all it's Haro it's help a reporter out um, so that's something for you to google help a reporter it's a free resource uh, where anyone can create a profile what they're gonna do is they're gonna uh, send you three emails a day with a different uh, journalist queries and you know if you say you're in business um, then you can select and they're going to send you a query so on, on business and then your job becomes to check them quickly and if there is something relevant to reply them right away speed matters a lot uh, mm. in the world of media uh, the uh, turnarounds are quite often like really really quick they need to have a story by you know by the, by the particular date and time they cannot have an empty page so it's quite often it's the first <laughs> the first one who, who gets a reply in uh, they would they would win uh, mm. and of course the speed the speed and relevance Amazing, and yes. Yeah, and the second place for, um, so Hara is a, a little bit more better known, uh, second place uh, for this uh, reactive, uh, reactive kind of PR pitching is, uh, it's also on Twitter. It's a mm. hashtag that's called journal request. So uh, if this one most, is mostly used in UK, 
uh, the uh, UK journalist use journal request works the same. They would just mm. go on Twitter and they would be like, hey, I'm looking for an expert in, I don't know, taking cold showers. Uh, I'm looking for an expert in parenting. I'm looking for an expert in relationships for questions and so on and so on. So, you know, they, they would usually tell you right away, how do they want to be contacted? Do they want you to send a, you, you to send them a DM or do you want them to send you uh, send, uh, send them an email? So that's that's also pretty easy. So uh, in my case, my team uh, would uh, check those <laughs> three yes. times a day to the Haros and the journey request. And that's like a really easy way to just uh, get your name into sometimes like a really good and quality medium. Amazing. And that's again, so speed is important. Haro, and we'll put the links below haro.com. Is that right? Um, I think it's called helpareporter.com. Okay, great. So that one we're going to put in the link below and then Twitter, really great advice, hashtag journal request, specifically journal. 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 Yeah. Journal, not journal. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. And um, we're going to put that as well in the description below so you can check it out and get started and get familiar with the concept because it's good to also, even if you are going to outsource that, even if you're going to work with someone like Natasha, it's so important to understand what's happening behind the scenes. So you can also do your part because as much as you can do, you know, the preparation that the whole pitching and preparing the pitch, they also have to come with their own messages. And the more you understand where this is going, the more you can collaborate for sure. And so my last question for you is really about, Let's say that you get into you know proactive mode or reactive mode uh, in, with your PR, and you get a story, and you get a chance to be you know in the press or TV or any publications. How do you leverage that? Because there's one thing of you know getting on 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 something like that, but there's a whole process of what do I do with that? Why does it matter so much, and how do I use it in the best way? Do you have any advice on that? Well, I think that's actually something, the question that you should ask yourself before you get yeah. into, into any of that. Like, what, are, what is the reason behind, uh, you know, behind you wanting press? And there could be several um, kind of several reasons and compartments. Uh, so in some cases, um, it's also a traffic source. It's yeah. not a pri- it's never your primary source of, uh, source of traffic. It's uh, something that's going to be additional to usually your paid channels, social channels, but you know, that's that can be that can be a traffic source, but I think that's a traffic source that goes more to like maybe digital uh, digital media, you know, the podcast and, and all of that. Um, then uh, the big what's what's really big about media is the authority right yeah. so uh anyone can post on instagram anyone can post on linkedin uh not everyone can be on psychology today right so yes. that's instantly brings you to the next level uh against you know the, uh, the com- competitors so uh in in your niche so uh it's really about leveraging the authority piece in your marketing uh and um people do like a lot of different things with it uh, from you know from like updating their bios so it's you know becomes visible like you know i'm like featured on xyz to updating their websites to uh really like uh, doing the clippings from uh from the interviews and uh using it even in their advertising like for example their even the paid ads can um you know can go to uh, can like feature you 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 being interviewed um a lot of people also uh go uh, for media um 
like for media tour when they want to uh, really upgrade their uh, like uh, their trust and their relationship with their customers and for example when they want to raise the prices yeah uh, another another uh, good reasons uh, would be not that much into b2c and b2b uh, b2c it's more like in the b2b like when you want to attract investors when you wanna, uh, you know, like when you wanna make some um, uh, some partnerships. So like sometimes people come to us, for example, podcasters. Sometimes and uh, yeah. they come to us and they are like, I wanna have a sponsor for my podcast. Uh, mm. Can you guys uh, feature me in like you know three publications? Can you me feature me in like uh, top podcast lists uh, in like three three different publications? So I can demonstrate it to my sponsors. So I can uh, get more sponsorship. So those. Are like you know different different uh, ways but yeah it plays towards uh, your authority towards your credibility uh, towards the trust level uh, that the audience or the partners have to you uh, and uh, they're like they're that's something that can be used in like every stage every stage of your marketing amazing so a good advice here would really to be to go backwards and start with the end goal in mind when you enter, you know, when you start doing this, because it's a long-term game. It's not something that's going to happen one day, but it's also something that's going to help your brand to grow over time. And as a thought leader, your goal is not to just have, you know, quick wins. It's about really having your mission and your passion and the project and really the purpose of what, why you are here, what you're creating in your life to stand for years and impact many lives. So having that end goal in mind saying, is this to generate more traffic? Is it to generate more, you know, authority so you can really get a chance to get in front of people and create the ripple effect that you want to create? Or is it more about, you know, investors or anything else like, you know, raising your prices? So lots of great advice here. Natasha, this is so amazing. I think that there's so much value in what you're sharing and I'm so grateful for you to be on the show and, taking the time because I know for sure that the people listening and watching are going to get so much value from just, just from what we shared here, they can already go out and start to take action. But also as something that I always, always share with our communities that you should not be doing this type of stuff yourself. The reason why is as a thought leader, you only have three roles and that is for you to be out and deliver your message to your clients, to your community, to announce shows on media PR. Your goal is also to think and create new methods. You can be the innovator and not just, you know, executor. And your goal is to also enroll new people into your life. So anything else should be delegated. And this is I'm something I'm really, really passionate about. But otherwise, you are not in your core mission. You're not in your zone of genius. So for people... That's amazing, who are, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's so important to not start micromanaging and trying to do everything. You are a genius. You're a zone of genius. You're a visionary. Your role is to be out yes. there and sharing the and message. that's such, such a big job as well. Those yes. Are like, it's... Uh, it's yeah. that's that's where i think you know that's where i think all this um the thought leadership is a bad reputation comes in you know yeah. like when uh when the forbes magazine called it them like the most buzzy word where where people do all the you know all the round stuff all the like you know social media all the yeah. promotion all the talking and things but they don't do the core uh the yes. very core of it which is about research study development yes. you know test out new methods live and breathe on you live and breathe your method and like improving yes. it day by day so that's 
that's where I think all those like empty bubbles of thought yes. leadership uh, comes in and like create the better reputation to the whole. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, whole. it's it's not for everybody because it's a lifestyle. You are, you like you said, you're living, you're breathing your mission. You are here too because you have a message to the world and you ha- you really truly care about changing people's life with this message. So anything that can be outsourced or delegated, I'm a huge believer that as soon as you can get support, get people experts in their own field so they can support you. So my question to you, Natasha, is for people who are ready to go to the next step, how can they contact you if they would like to be able to get your support? Right. So uh, I'm Natasha Zo. Uh, NatashaZo.com is my website. Uh, and uh, right there, you have uh, a book a call uh, options. Uh, my, my entire work is about making as many connections as possible. So, you know, if you are just considering it, like, don't be shy to go and book a call. If you, like, are just curious and not even considering it, like, go book a call. Like, we, you know, even if we're not going to end up working together, I just find so much value with, in connecting with people in, in, on their mission, on their path. So, um, uh, and like, I always find also the different ways to connect people from my network. So I'm always growing my, uh, my network. That's why I have like a very uh, straight up and direct book of call with me option. So yes, please have a Amazing. Be to talk well, to this, anyone. That's, that sounds great. So go and check out her website. We are going to share the link below so you can check out Natasha's website and connect with her. And my last question for you is really like, if there's any golden nugget that you want to share or is any last tips that you say if you someone listen to this episode is this something that they should have in mind when they're going to this um they uh should have in mind that uh, media uh seems like something that uh you do once you become famous and you know once you became a household become a household name and then then there is a place for you in fact there is a place in uh, uh media in the traditional media as well in the online media as well for lots and lots of different kinds of stories. I love the today's world because we are so much more open to people from any uh, walks of life, from, you know, representing different communities and backgrounds. You know, we don't only want to learn a piece of information. We want to learn something from people who are just like us. So you might be an expert. You might not be an expert. You might be very new in what you're doing, but, you know, just the story behind uh, how you have faced some challenges and overcame them already makes your uh, your voice really valuable and uh, something that others need to hear so my message would be uh, you don't need to wait until you're famous <laughs> in fact that's how you become famous and uh, there is a space uh, for the message that you have to share you just gotta do your research do your homework and yeah. you'll definitely find it Wonderful. Thank you so much, Natasha. It was such a great gift to have you on the show and all the tips that you shared. Thank you for taking this time. Thank you. I had a lot of fun doing that. Great. And so everyone watching this and listening to this episode, please subscribe to our channel on iTunes or on YouTube. And please comment below if you would be on media and PR and if you would go out and share your message, what would that be about? What is that, you know, visionary thinking that you have? If you can just share it in one short pitch and you might not even know that, but maybe some people watching this or listening to this are in the media and there's so many podcasts out there, the journalists looking for stories. So don't hesitate to actually share it in the comment below what is that one line pitch that you want to have so people can go and check out what you have to share 
So thank you. I like so to do this. Yeah. Can I can I say I like yeah. to do this test. Uh, sometimes I like I like uh, to ask my clients to imagine like if you had a billboard on the Times Square all for you and you know everyone can see it. What would be written there? What is the message that you would want to give uh, to everyone? So would love yeah. to hear yours. So yeah, uh, leave some comments. Absolutely. That's a great. So what would be on your billboard? We want to hear that. So on the comments below, just share that, yes. like, subscribe. And until next time, have a wonderful day.